0: Wayne Nelson back with you on Talk to the Experts. My guest today is Sherry McMillan of McMillan Estate Planning. The McMillan team will be in Calgary on Thursday, January 23rd at 6.30 p.m. and in Edmonton on Tuesday, January 28th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, you can contact McMillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 during weekday office hours Or you can learn about what Macmillan Estate Planning does by going online to their website at macmillanestate.com. Sherry, before the break, we were talking about why estate planning is so important. And really, we have those three tiers, protecting assets, maximizing wealth, and minimizing tax. Nobody wants to pay more than they absolutely have to. And does that really apply to everyone, families, companies?
1: I think it certainly does, because when we think about... Um, somebody that's striving to have enough for retirement, it's fundamentally important. It's actually more important for somebody that hasn't quite met their goals and objectives financially um, to make sure they're not unduly paying too much tax because they need that dollar perhaps for groceries. Now, obviously, as you become more affluent, and I would say families that have net worths of a million or more, Uh, really need that planning because they are foregoing and giving up value that they could otherwise utilize as a family unit. So, you know, one of the areas that is a a new area um, in estate planning, I would suggest, or it's becoming more commonplace, I suppose, Wayne is charitable giving for tax planning in families and companies. Um, The community at large has become more philanthropic, I think, and the governments years ago changed the rules to put the onus of charitable giving on us as Canadians instead of um, ultimately giving the charities money themselves. And so it's, you know, the individual today that is supporting charity.
0: And they get to decide which charity is near and dear to their heart. And I know that... uh you yourself or uh, have a charitable organization that uh, you donate to, um, African elephants.
1: That's right. Um, It's the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. And it's an organization that rescue uh, baby elephants and and bring them back into the wild if their mothers have been poached. And um, it was a a real hero story for me because it was a female, her name was Daphne, who ended up Uh, being widowed and had two young children and she was the first woman in the world to figure out the formula to feed elephants and so she was actually even knighted by the queen. But what's really cool about it Wayne is she's now third generation. Um, She's passed but her daughters have taken on the organization and now her grandsons are doing the anti-poaching. So you can see that charitable giving is not purely tax planning. It actually has a lot of value in our community. It has
0: that legacy component, though, that's very important when it does come to uh, estate planning.
1: That's right. And I think in modern society, what we're realizing is in estate planning is something really uh, profound, and that is because we are living so long in retirement, we're deciding to do a lot of the sharing of our wealth with our family in our lifetime and with charity in our lifetime instead of waiting until we die. And I think that's wonderful because you're the one who created the estate. Don't you want to see the blessing it creates in the people you love and the causes you feel strongly about? Of course you do. And I know you yourself, Wayne, have done some of that this past year. I'd love you to share because I think it's fantastic.
0: Well, we got together with our uh, real estate group and we did a fundraiser, a national fundraiser, uh, for uh, victims of domestic violence across Canada. And uh, the Shelter Foundation provides obviously money for shelters, but also anti-violence programs. And here in Calgary, uh, the three of us at our real estate brokerage uh, went to Morocco. Uh, In order to go, we had to pay all of our own expenses. And we also had to raise a minimum of $5,000 each. Now our team ended up being the fourth largest uh, contributors to this uh, charity in Canada. Uh, we're pretty pr- proud of that. And our donations go to the Children's Cottage Society and the Calgary Women's Emergency Shelter. Nationally, over $1 million. $1,085,000 was raised, and it was the largest uh, fundraising initiative uh, for the company. So, uh, But, you know, it, it was near and dear to my heart. It was something that I had personal experience with, uh, both in my radio career and personal life. And so it was a natural fit for me. And so other people, too, when they have a charitable cause, it should be something that that speaks to them.
1: I would ask, Wayne, you know, with the work you're doing in your lifetime, do you think that you're happy you're doing it in your lifetime versus waiting until you've passed?
0: Oh, I think so. Yes, absolutely. Because you want to be able to share and, and give back.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the the new way of thinking is that we want to be part of. We don't want to just leave a legacy that we're not part of. We want to be part of the legacy.
0: Absolutely. And so when you're talking about that component of estate planning, as you said, it's not doesn't really have too much of a of a of a wealth uh, generation attached to it, but it is that legacy component that that can be passed on for generations.
1: That's right. And so I always share with families, you know, when you when you build your estate, if you think of it this way, let's say you have two children. You actually have three because the extra child is the government, the tax man. And That's
0: the bad child. Yeah, yeah. they're
1: the naughty ones. <laughs> they're the child you didn't choose. So here's the problem. Um, they are ultimately the beneficiary of a proportion of your estate. There's no way around it except there is. And so this is the unique part. You can choose your child in this instance. So you can say, look, I've got my two children, but rather than that third child being the government, what I'd like to do is choose maybe a charity or create a charity of my own doing that I feel passionate about and do contributions towards that charity to offset the tax I would have other way paid in my estate And so, you know, you get to choose. And most people, if they have that choice, will select a cause they feel strongly about than just volunteering the estate tax to the government. And the real reward for me in observing this is if they do it uh, through their lifetime. And even though maybe it's funded more heavily in the year of passing, but they're contributing, they're participating through their lifetime, it brings a lot of purpose to our retirement. And also, when you do make the last bigger contribution, what happens is your children and grandchildren have become engaged and engaged in your values, engaged in your beliefs, and they really know you at a different level, which is so beautiful in a family because you know it's one thing just to take the grandchildren to McDonald's. It's another thing to take them to Africa and show them you know a rhino rescue that maybe you contributed to. And so, you know, it doesn't have to be a full-time proposition here, but it can be part of your life. And any family that I observe uh, participate in their actual lifetime with their family unit, it's actually a very bonding um, dynamic. And they always say, you know, it's fantastic. We have a tax benefit. No question. Sure. But more importantly, uh, it helped bond our family together and transfer the values and beliefs in the first place that we have in our own hearts. And so I think that is a really big cornerstone in our estate plan that we're sharing our estates in our lifetime with our loved ones and with charities.
0: And the results that can be seen down the road. I have a good friend of mine in England who uh, established a school in Kenya, Africa, and just recently has seen the first graduates from that school be accepted into prestigious universities in England and something that he was very passionate about is passing on that legacy you know and i don't know it's just it has to it has to reach out to you it has to speak to you because there's more to life than just existing and being for the here and now for who you are
1: that's right and it's a really interesting area i think wayne like i think that's a beautiful situation your friend has done And the reward is he's actually observing the benefit of his work in his own lifetime. If he did the same work in his um, estate, let's say, when he died, I mean, it would probably still create the same benefit. But the problem is he wouldn't know. And so, you know, how much better is it to be part of? And then you can actually lead on on your values and beliefs. Um, We have one family that have built uh, orphanages in Africa for every grandchild one orphanage for every grandchild. And an orphanage in Africa is only 25,000. You know, so it sounds crazy, but you start to look at the math on it. And if you're a multimillionaire, that's nothing. And yet the impact in your family unit and the excitement and um, the values that you can bring to a community. and, And it gives us purpose. And one of the things is we're living longer in retirement than we are in a working career today. And so one of the things I always suggest to our families is, Make sure when we're designing your estate plan and the lifestyle out into the future, think of it as a, a plan because when we were young, we had 30 years ahead of us in our working career, but we made a plan. We figured out what we want to do, which university courses we were going to take, right. you know, who we're going to marry, which house we want, how many children. All of those things were planned for the most part. And we thought them through because we knew we had this duration of life. Because we're living longer in retirement, nobody's taught us that, you know what, you have just as long in retirement or more to have a plan.
0: Yes, and I didn't plan to go and walk 100 kilometers across the Sahara Desert. And live through it. And live through it. (laughs) Uh, And hopefully I'm going to live a lot more years as well. And it's exactly what you said. We are living a lot longer. And so we have to have the financial resources as well in order to accommodate that lifestyle after quote retirement years
1: that's right and so when I um, sh- chat with our families I, I call it making your bucket list or your dream list and things you want to do things you want to try and you know lay out some of the goals and objectives you have of what is significant to you what is important and how do we want your estate to support that and you know your your estate is not about money it's about the tool of the money to create you what you were looking for in your life. And so it's about the purpose that we all are looking for and striving for.
0: Well put. If you'd like to hear more from Sherry McMillan, the McMillan team is going to be in Calgary on Thursday, January 23rd at 6.30 p.m. and in Edmonton on Tuesday, January 28th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate planning to register for any of these seminars, contact McMillan Estate Planning at 403-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit the website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today. We'll be back in a moment on Talk to the Experts.